0: Every day, over 350,000 new variations of malware hit the web. And while most organizations have attempted to mitigate these attacks, many antivirus and firewall technologies that worked in the past are no longer effective. Rocket IT helps you identify and update outdated technologies and processes that put your business at risk. To learn more about how Rocket IT can help protect your organization, click the link in this episode's description.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Thrive Y'all. I'm your host, Jessica Clayton, and I'm the marketing coordinator here at Rocket IT. Today, I have Randy Rettner joining me. Randy, thank you so much for your time.
0: Jessica, not a problem. A chance to get to hang out with you for 10 or 15 minutes. This is great. And if Matt is not, you know, if I don't have to put up with Matt on this call, this is (laughs) even better. Right. So just me and you, Jessica.
1: Yes, sir. And so Randy is the CEO and president of the Community Foundation for Northeast Georgia. And so for some of our viewers who may not have ever heard of your organization, what does it do and who do you serve?
0: Oh, Jessica, that's a great question, because community foundations are like one of the greatest hidden secrets in our country. So we've got about 900 community foundations across the United States, but we're not rookies. first one found in Cleveland, Ohio, a little over 100 years ago. And in Georgia, 14 community foundations, and you add us all together, and we sit on about $2 billion of philanthropic assets. Okay, so what does that mean, Jessica, right? So, you know, the community foundation, we, the centerpiece of our work is working with families who can create their family foundation underneath my 501 C three. So we come alongside and for us, that's about 250 families. And we are giving out into the community, hopefully very directed and very specific about a million dollars a month. So we help families go do good and it ties Mm -hmm. uh, right into our tagline. We connect Mm -hmm. people who care to causes that matter. Mm -hmm.
1: And do you have like a geographic location of where those families come from or can it be any family across Georgia?
0: It can be any family anywhere on this planet if it wants to be. So while we are located and we were founded here in Duluth, Georgia in 1985, and, you know, the main part of our clients are what we call fund holders because they hold Mm -hmm. a fund here and ultimately do good with that fund. The majority is you know, local to us, but we have local, regional, and we have some folks, gosh, one of our largest fund holders is in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and Mr. Belly is a little over 80 years old, but he funds yeah. a scholarship here. The Belly Scholarship is $5,000 a year for four years for a graduate from one of our schools, right? That's amazing. So anyways, yep. We'll take money from anywhere and and take it to where it needs to go anywhere.
1: Perfect. And so, mm-hmm. what are you responsible for on a daily basis as the CEO for
0: this organization? Oh, let's let's ask a simple question, Jessica. Come on, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I am a five hundred one c three, so I'm like every other nonprofit leader out there. You do it all for mm-hmm. what it what it takes, you know, in in doing our work. So on one side of it, it is you know, working with our current set of families, right? Our 250 families. On top of that, we have about 50 nonprofits that will keep their reserve funds or their endowments with us. So these are the the Annandale Villages, the Rainbow Village, Eagle Ranch, all those great nonprofits in our community put a little bit of money with us. So we're helping them do, go do good. But, you know, we at the Community Foundation, you know, we like to say we sell community knowledge Our Mm -hmm. job is to be in community and our board, which is a forty member board, also has to be in community because we're taking that knowledge and then sharing it with our fund holders and saying, Hey, we just like yesterday, Jessica, we learned about a nonprofit that is working on putting many soccer fields across Metro Atlanta, a hundred of them, in our mobile home parks and in our underserved apartment complexes. So we, you know, learn about that. And then we want to share that with our especially specific fund holders that we know, wow, that is what makes their heart happy. Right. Mm-hmm. And and here at the Community Foundation, they've already put money in their fund. That means they've already given it away from an RRI standpoint. They've already got their tax deduction. It's just where is that money ultimately going to go and do really great work? And we mm-hmm. try to shepherd, guide, nurture cajole, whatever it is and working with those those families. So that's one piece of it, right Work with a family outbound. but at the same time you know it takes you know more money, more connectivity. So another part of my job is, gosh who in, in our community hasn't heard about the Community Foundation either from a family perspective or a nonprofit perspective and how can we come alongside those families and help them on what we call a journey of generosity? And that journey of generosity is a five-step process from their early in, in their giving journey. They are what we call check writers, right? Somebody comes along, knocks on their door, and they'll write a check for 50 bucks, a 100 bucks, or whatever. To the other end, you know, stage five within our process is they are community builders. They are thinking mm-hmm. wide and deep about the needs of the community, how does early learning connect to homelessness and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and workforce development and that whole continuum within our community.
1: Building a so
0: better being, community, huh? Yeah, yeah. And it's, and, and better together, right? It's, mm-hmm. You know, we're we're one piece of, you know, connecting all of those dots. So we work with the county and what they're working on, understanding, you know, what Nicole and her team are working on. We're working with the school system. You know, we have a brand new school superintendent. So working with mm-hmm. Dr. Watts and what his, his thoughts are and how they're working at the at the school level. Dr. Audrey Arona, who heads up our health department, is on our board understanding what are they working on. Not only the COVID crisis, certainly front and center for everybody, but Dr. Arona will tell you, Jessica, the healthcare crisis inside the health crisis is mental health, right? Mm-hmm. So our addiction is up. Domestic violence is up. Crime mm-hmm. is up. All of those things that have put, because of you know our community, across the country and around the globe, has been under so much pressure for so long, almost two years now. So, mm-hmm.
1: And so when you mention you have a lot of nonprofits that you work with, and you also have mm-hmm. fund holders, you also have community or- organizations, how mm-hmm. important is partnerships in that, and how do you kind of keep everyone organized and everyone on the same page?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, good luck on the same page and organized, right? You know, we <laughs> We absolutely... Because we work in multiple communities, right? I mean, we are the Community Foundation of Northeast Georgia. So, mm-hmm. again, while we were founded here in Gwinnett, and, and the centerpiece of our work is here, you know, we work, you know, regionally around Metro Atlanta and, and that. So, it's important for us that, you know, quote, play the game at multiple different levels. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, partnerships are critical because, you know, Jessica Rockefeller would have written a check a hundred years ago to solve poverty if it was mm-hmm. just about money and stroking a check. Americans would have done that 10 times over and be done with it. And, and we know that's not it, right? Money is a piece of, it's a tool, it's one tool in the toolbox to attack, you know, the challenges that any growing and thriving community has and we have we have here. So partnerships are critical. So like I was talking about, understanding clear line of sight to, to what our school system is thinking about, what our healthcare system is thinking about. You know, what our government is is thinking about both at the county, city and local, you know, local level from there and having relationships with all of those folks and pulling that together. That's why I have a 40 member board, Jessica. Mm -hmm. People will look at me in the nonprofit sector because it's it's not what is typically done. And they say, Randy, why do you have 40 people? You know, and I say, we have 40 people that are, one, seriously committed about our community." Two, we don't deliver programming here at the community foundation, right? That's the programming is delivered by our nonprofits. You know, they're the Mm -hmm. ones taking care of, you know, families and homeless and in that. So our job is to go out, get more resources, bring them back into the community and hopefully deploy them correctly and wisely. But that can only be done if we know what everybody else is doing and working on in the community from there. So we try to do that and work very closely with our friends at the Gwinnett Coalition to mm-hmm. keep us focused on, you know, what are the top issues in our community? Because we can't do a thousand things, you know, right. we can do four or five really deep things, you know, a lot of conversation in the community right now around affordable housing. Right, uh, mm-hmm. You know, the study that just Gwinnett County Commissioners just got said we need 15,000 homes built Jessica, 15,000 homes built a year per year for the next 20 years to even start to attack the affordable housing issue. And today our community Mm -hmm. builds about 3,000, a little over 3,000 homes. So and that's just one piece of the puzzle. Partnership's critical Mm -hmm. all the way around the table.
1: And how do you kind of help raise those funds? Do you guys throw events or programs that are kind of fundraisers or do you, is it more, you know, you going out and talking to different donors or how does that process work?
0: Yeah. So we're very different, right. You know, about that, because again, what families can do here is they can create their family foundation, you know, underneath our 501c3. So we handle all the back office. So these are families that you know have lived typically they've lived in our community for a long time typically they are local business owners that care deeply about our community but they're running mm-hmm. the business they're trying to get kids to soccer they're trying to take care of their aging parents right they're trying to do all of that and so but you know they have been blessed by a business that generates you know a lot of profit and they want to use some of that for good so they can bring their money here put it in here, get their tax write-off. So that is the funding stream that goes back out into the community. So we don't do fundraisers, we don't, we are not in competition with our nonprofit partners, you know, around, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Well, that's good, too, because at least you can, you know, it's not just about raising the money. You can kind of see where you can kind of facilitate. OK, we're we're focused on the families. We're focused on the fund holders. And we just really want them to be able to, you know, get the positive outcomes from the nonprofits.
0: Right. And right back to our tagline, you know, connect people who care to causes that matter. And when we're really on our game, Jessica, we can do the reverse. Causes that matter to people that care. So just like that example about those mini soccer fields, right we hear about that, and then we can go back to our fund holders. Sometimes mm-hmm. it comes the other way, where fundholders you know tell us, "Hey, we want to research you know sex trafficking. you know we will go do that research and connect them to certain organizations." I was doing that just before this call with one of our fund holders that wants to do some you know work with children in inner city Atlanta. And I know that mm-hmm. the priest Wadi and the team at Families First, hundred-year-old nonprofit, amazing at that work. So I connected the two of them to have that conversation. So perfect. That's yeah, always yeah. I help people give their money away, Jessica. Right? You <laughs> know, then, I mean, yes. I am Robin Hood and Santa Claus and all of that. We're all wrapped up into one.
1: Yes, absolutely. And so, what are some? upcoming initiatives or events or news that viewers can look forward to coming from the foundation
0: oh you want it hot off the press right you're gonna yes, love sir. you are gonna love this Jessica because you're a marketing wizard so we just published and put on our website and our website you know wwwcfneg.org we just put on there our nonprofit wish list right? So the 50 nonprofits that are partners with us here at the Community Foundation, we went and asked them, what's your wish list? You know, what's the big items? What's the little items? Right. And we just published that up on our website, just started pushing that out on our social media so people can take a look. And it can be a small gift, you know, a hundred dollars. It could be a big gift. It could be a hundred thousand dollars. There's all kinds of things on there for people to to do and the needs of our community and our very best nonprofits need their, their help. So there's, you know, there's that. So that's top of mind right now in this holiday season for us.
1: And we'll make sure to leave a link in our description box below. If viewers want to check that out, you know, it is the season of giving. And so we definitely want to make sure that viewers can access that resource if they need it. Yep. And so if someone wanted to get in contact with you or the North or the Community Foundation for Northeast Georgia, what's the best way?
0: Oh, the best way, you know, let me just give you my cell phone number, because tis the season, Jessica. And (laughs) right now, you know, one, a lot of money is going out, you know. We're, Mm -hmm. We're certainly, we write checks, I sign checks every Tuesday and Thursday. During December, it is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I mean, that's how much money is flowing out into the community but at the same time, we have a number of families that come to us that wait right down to the end of the year and go, ah, I need to do something for a tax reason. I've got some appreciated mm-hmm. assets. I, I want to hear more about what this thing is, a community foundation and how you can help me. So my cell number, because I am on the move, you know, in December <laughs> is, is, I mean, it's just text me, call me, whatever, you know, 404-273-1292. And again, that's 404-273-1292. Or you can certainly send me an email here at the Community Foundation, and that is rredner at cfneg.org. And I know you'll put all of that in in the notes from this so people will have it, and you can just click on it. Yes, sir. Because that's how good you are, Jessica you're on it.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, Randy, I think you shared a lot of great information for our viewers. Again, we'll definitely make sure to leave links in our description box below. So don't forget to check that out. For everyone else, we want to conclude this episode of Thrive Y'all. And Randy, we just want to thank you so much for your time today. Thank you and have a great day.